This is the Brown Boy Wonders Podcast. Hey guys, it's the Brown Boy Wonders Podcast. It's your guy, Abrar, here. We made it to the third episode. Uh, so that's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, so, all right, so we have three special guests for today. Uh, my first guest, you should already know, he was on my top five comedy episode. Uh, here's Skyler. Hey, man, how you doing? It's me again. Sorry, everyone. All right. Uh, my second ep- second guest, uh, he's also a longtime friend of mine. Uh, back in the day, uh, here's the Daniel. Hi. Hello. How are you doing, man? How's how's it going? Introduce I'm, yourself. I'm I'm doing good. I've I've I'm having fun. How are you? <laughs> okay, that's good. That's, I don't know. I'm I'm glad you're having fun. Uh, my third guest here is also a longtime friend of mine. Uh, here's Stephen. Oh, now. Uh, yeah, Steven, right now. <laughs> We're all doing great. We're all having a good time. That's good. That's good. This is yeah, Steven. We're all friends. We're all friends. <laughs> the That's most good. professional podcast, not pathetic at all. We know what we're doing. I hope so. I hope so. But uh, yeah, so in this episode, we're going to list our five top video games of all time. But before we start that, I want to go a little off topic here. Oh, I've been watching. I've been watching the show called The Boys on Prime, Ooh, and cool. uh, yeah, and I think I have the best William Butcher impression. I bet you don't, but let's go um, ahead and hear it. Let go. Okay. Hi, I'm William Butcher. Let's go for a Duncan run. What you guys think? Well, I, I, seen I don't. Show. I don't think he ever calls himself William. I think he says Billy Butcher. Um, um, Brar, I, I thought you just played a scene from the show. I, let's be honest. Really? Oh, oh, oh okay. Don't do yeah, that. I mean, I mean, don't, don't let it him think that's true. It wasn't bad. Good. Thank you, guys. You okay. Probably, you should probably cut this whole part out, I think. <laughs> no, no, that's not, not, that's not. Let's keep it in. But, uh, all right. Do more impressions. Uh, no. Oh, oh, maybe. If I can just say for a second, it's not totally off topic because uh, Homelander is going to be in a video game. Actually, he already is in a video game. He's in Call of Duty, right? Yeah, he's been in. I think he's in like Warzone or something. He's like a skin. More important than that, he's going to be in Mortal Kombat. So yeah, that's true. That is true. That's why I said it. And John Cena. Oh, as the peacemaker. No, just as John Cena. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. So. From Pong to God of War, video games came a long way when it comes to graphics, gameplay, and storytelling. There's been an estimate of 5 million video games in the world right now, but we're going to list 5 of them right now. I'm, All right, Skylar. I'm, I'm going to search how many video games there are, because that can't be There's got to be more than that. Did you, out of curiosity, did you uh, pre-write that? I checked on Google. Is that the, did you, oh, did you, you chat GPT to an intro for this podcast? I, I knew, know. It. I knew <laughs> it. I did not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Absolutely deplorable. Allegedly. You got me going, all right? I'm pumped. Look, I'll I actually fully tell you, I, I sent an email to uh, HR today at work uh, asking to see if there was a, a different position I could move into that was like better paying. And I fully had chat, chat GPT write that email for me. I could not be bothered. Did it work? I don't know. I sent it like an hour ago, dude. <laughs> oh, well, if they're listening, I hope not. But <laughs> I, I want to read out. I just Googled it and it says uh, uh, there's 
they don't know how to pinpoint how many there are exactly, of course, but estimated there are 5 million video games worldwide. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Abrar really did do his research. This is a good <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's a good podcast all the time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. But let's go with your number five, Skyler. Go ahead. Uh, me? Okay. Uh, well, first I'll say that um, we've all known each other for like over 10 years. We're all friends from back in high school, the four of us. Um, so to the people in this call, for the most part, my list like is not going to surprise anybody because a lot of these games we played together. Yeah. Um, and and as I said before we started recording this, I've got my top five, but then I've got like a bigger list of honorable mentions that I'll get to at the end. And I, and I will save it till the end because maybe some of my honorable mentions are on one of y'all's lists. So who knows, right? I'm I'm fully yeah. expecting there to be more than a a few crossovers between our lists. Daniel, yeah, you and I, me, I think so. You I think we have the same Daniel, list. We might have like a couple that are just on <laughs> each other's. Yeah. Um. So, my first one uh, may not be on anyone else's list, and it, it being my number five is uh, largely nostalgia-based, I will admit that. Um, uh, my number five pick is the first Kingdom Hearts game. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's good. Uh, PlayStation I just played that. 2, as a kid... You go through. You're going through um, GameStop, uh, Blockbuster, EB Games, whatever it was, and you see a video game that's got Donald Duck and Goofy on it, and a little anime boy, and you're like, I need to know what the hell's going on here. Take it home. You play it, and uh, it's it's magical. It's stupid. Let me get that clear right now. The story yeah. of Kingdom Hearts is bonkers. Like nonsensical but very special in my heart yeah well oh, i think that kingdom hearts one uh is probably the one that has the least of that though because you don't have to be like oh well this character was introduced in dream drop distance or 358 over two yeah. days or whatever stage show or whatever they did like yeah. kingdom hearts one definitely has the, the easiest time with that because there's just no baggage of like okay how many other games do i have to have cared about absolutely it? and that's why it's still my favorite it's it's <laughs> it's like a wacky story but like very straightforward at the same time like it's so easy to roll with it compared to you get to kingdom hearts 2 and they add the edgelord organization 13 and kingdom hearts 2 isn't even a sequel to kingdom hearts 1 it's a sequel to uh chain of memories yeah well yeah uh, Chain which, of Memories and which, the what was the the not the Roxas game? Yeah, um, three. I think that was. I think that was like and Axel game. and Shion. It's the three something something by five days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the number I yeah. can never remember. Yeah, um, it's it's a wacky series, of course. But uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts one. Again, it's it's like I said, it's mostly nostalgia based because it, it doesn't have the most intricate like gameplay even. Like it wants you to be a platforming game when at certain points and it's not the best at that. And No, that that's that's good because half of my list is our childhood games yeah. as well. It it wants yeah. to be oh, a beat 'em up game, but most of your move is just mashing 
one button, you know, but um, sure. it's about the adventure. Uh, most of my list is like story based games. Yeah, uh, and they're all big <laughs> franchise games. So I will admit that right now. That's, That's fine. Totally fine. I will say about Kingdom Hearts specifically. So I, I just replayed that. Like I just finished it. Yeah. What like three days ago, if even. Uh, and it holds up surprisingly well for a PS2 game. Like honestly, really well. I, to be fair, I guess I was technically playing the final mix, and I don't know what that changes. Like I have no idea. Um, yeah. But it it's still more fun to play than some games that come out today, and and runs better. <laughs> So it's it's definitely a really good pick. Yeah, I actually never played Kingdom Hearts. You would oh, love it. Like unironically, yeah. you specifically would love it. Yeah, you would probably okay. really like it. Actually, bro, I think so. Yeah. Is it like is it like more of like Super Mash Brothers? No, it's um. No, it's more like uh, Arkham. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I agree with that. Not even close. Um, <laughs> now, it's I always kind of say that uh, my favorite Final Fantasy game is Kingdom Hearts. And if there's any Final Fantasy fans listening, they will kill me for saying that. But okay. uh, yeah, it's a dishonor. For the record, I'll, I'll actually say that my favorite Final Fantasy is, is seven. Not like that's a that's a hot take or anything, but. Don't be mad. I have played you play the Final remake Fantasy. of seven or specifically the original. I seven? haven't, I haven't played the remake. It's good. <clears throat> that's what I hear. Okay. Okay. That's, that's good. That's a good pick right there. Uh, Steven, you go. Uh, for me, this is the one that changed the most over the past couple of days. Cause pinpointing a top five is pretty difficult, but with my heart of hearts, I put Pokemon Emerald. That's my favorite generation of Pokemon. Mm. And Pokemon the series has molded me into who I like in a video game and what I expect. Um, it's what got me into RPGs in the first place, which, number one, wink, wink, uh, is another fabled RPG. So I know, I know what his number one is, just saying... <clears throat> He hasn't told yeah, me, but yeah, I know you, for a fact. You, you all should know except for Abrar. Abrar and whoever's listening have no idea. I have no idea. So that's a surprise. Okay. But yes, it's, it's my favorite series. I can't leave it off. It's, it's everything I love. Gotcha. Is it for the Game Boy? At this point, it's, it's Game Boy, DS consoles, and now the Switch. Okay. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about... Not just Emerald, but the series as a whole. You can access it in you many can play places. Emerald on Switch? Wait. Uh, soon. Did they announce that? <laughs> or 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 like a remake or something? Yeah, it's going because they you know they have the uh, 64 pack and the NES. Oh, I see. They have the Game Boy pack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have well, all that. So far, the only Pokemon games I know that they added was the TCG for like the original Game Boy. I don't Which know what anyone is asking for for that one. Um, but then also, I think they did, what, Stadium and Stadium 2? Or was it Stadium and Coliseum? I don't remember. It was one of them. Both the stadiums. And they're just as terrible as I remember. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I distinctly remember uh, watching you try to beat the Elite Four on that game for hours. It's impossible. Even um, with the strategy guide, it's impossible. Uh, yeah, Pokemon obviously that that's our generation's thing, right? Like right. other other generations make fun of us for it, but that's <laughs> it's it's always been like 
part of our our everything and uh and i do agree i think i think emerald um ruby sapphire i think that's the the most fun gen to play i mean i'll admit i'm one of those idiot gen one babies we're like oh i can name the original 151 and then i see some of the newer shit and i'm like i don't i don't know what what is that one but yeah (laughs) but i i did i did also play emerald um growing up and uh it's my probably like i said the most fun to play and mudkip is my favorite starter for the record you hear it you hear it here folks (laughs) all right daniel what is your number five uh my number five is i think probably the least known one on my list for sure but it's uh it's hollow knight i love hollow knight i think it's one of the best games ever made like unironically it uh if you don't know, it's a it's a Metroidvania game where you play as a little bug boy going through like different zones of weird underground, like near horror sort of vibes. Um, mm-hmm. It's really good. The music is amazing. The art is like instantly gratifying. Everything about it uh, looks amazing. It sounds amazing, and it plays really well. Uh, like there are moments in this game that will always stick with me. Like the, the first time you get to the city of tears or uh, certain boss fights, specifically the, the gratification of, of finally beating uh, the final boss who like the radiance, I think is what it's called mm-hmm. uh, was one of the best feelings of all time. Cause that boss uh, kicked my ass for, I think maybe literally two days. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a hard game. It's really hard. Uh, and then they made it even harder with the DLC, which is also phenomenal. <laughs> like it's so good. And and I think the thing that impresses me the most about it is that the game was made by three people. <laughs> like Hollow Knight was made by Team Cherry, right. who was only three people. I think there's still only three people for for the sequel that they've been making. Um, but one of those three people only does the music. So like the actual technical aspect of the game is two people, <laughs> and it's it's still one of the best games of all time. Uh, I think it's really impressive how. Like, obviously, it's very heavily inspired by Metroid and Castlevania, because that's what the genre gets its name from. Mm. Um, But I think, first of all, both of those franchises have been, like, dormant for a really long time. So it's good that somebody finally, like, made a really amazing game in that genre again. Um, But I think it's great that they they were able to look at those games that are, uh, you know, some of the most storied and classic franchises of all time in video games. uh, And they were able to look at it and see, like, what is it that made these games really popular and what are the things about it that maybe didn't work or need to be modernized to appeal to a a current audience Uh, and they just completely knocked it out of the park in in a way that somebody who only somebody who was really passionate about what they were doing would have been able to do uh and it blows me away every time i think it's amazing (laughs) yeah it's fantastic hollow light hollow night excuse me is definitely on my list i haven't played it myself but it's one of those games where like i've watched my brother play it i've watched steven play it um and it's yeah it's it's a very special game it's really good it's it's one of those situations because I, I never cared about metroidvania type games or really even platformers particularly right um before that game and i just heard so much positive buzz about it that i was like all right whatever and i think i got it got added in a game pass and so i was like it, the bar for entry for it was super low i was like all right i'll give it a shot and i was i fell in love with it in like two seconds and then just spent yeah i think two oh, yeah. maybe three weeks just like plugging through it, it phenomenal game oh yeah indie games are 
Shout out to the indie. Shout All out right. to the indies. Shout they got some bangers out there. Shout out to the indies. All Absolutely. right. So uh, my number number five. Here we is go. The is a 2002's Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Oh. Because oh. uh, when it comes to like the gameplay, I believe it's like the first game of the series where they introduce unique fighting styles for each character, such as like combos or like new fatalities. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the story, I think it's the best story out of all the other games. Because you got the tag team of Quan Chi and Shang Sheng as the Deadly Alliance. I think it's well written in the in the story. Very nice. I definitely remember getting that like three pack of Mortal Kombat PS2 games back in the day. Um and, and the downside for me on that is that I cannot remember which one is which ever. <laughs> really? Yeah, because yeah, I just played them like all back to back. <laughs> so I don't know if you're talking about the one that had like the really long intro where everyone was fighting around a pyramid, or if you're talking about the one that had like MK it's... cart, or if those are both the same one. <laughs> no, it's where like Quan Chi kills Scorpion's family and Scorpion has to like avenge his family. Is that one? Gotcha. Okay. I think that might be the only one I've played. <laughs> gotcha. Um, which I appreciate Mortal Kombat. I, it, I mean, it's visually it's cool. The fatality system was like, oh my god, should I be playing this? Do my parents know? Do they have to know? Don't let them yeah. know. Let yeah, them I, was, I was like seven years old and I got this game. So it was pretty <laughs> good for me. Oh my god, a bro. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Out of curiosity, what? on the topic of Mortal Kombat, did you like the movie, Abrar? Which one? The newest one. Oh, well, the newest one. Newest one? I loved it. Yeah, I, I liked it too. The like, old, the old two. I mean, you can watch it for fun, but when it comes I, to like the movies, I can aspect, have fun. I can have fun with the first one, the original one. Sure. Your your brother's soul is mine. That one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the second one, I'm not. I'm not watching that one. <laughs> <laughs> Annihilation is not for everyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, Johnny Tsunami's grandpa was in the first one. He was saying, Wow. Show. Everything you know, always comes back to Johnny Tsunami. Anyone, anyone who listens to this who might not know Abrar uh, that very well in real life, um, this guy's always talking about, Johnny, always Tsunami. Talking about Johnny Tsunami. Dude, I think it's the best Disney we film of all time. hung out earlier this week and you were Whoa. talking about Johnny Tsunami. Best Disney Channel original. All right, that's a different podcast. Yeah, if you want to do that list, I'm on it. <laughs> that's a different... well, yeah, that's, that'd be something else. But, um, uh, Skylar, what is your number four? My number four. Um, also, somewhat nostalgia driven, this choice, because, again, uh, big franchise. Um, Abrar, I know that you are and have always been a PlayStation boy. Yeah. Uh, but back. As a younger man through high school, I was an Xbox player. Oh, so naturally, a big part of my uh, my past <laughs> is Halo. Mm. Um, and um, actually, the the story goes, and and Daniel, you know this. My first ever Xbox, I I bought an Xbox 360 from a pawn shop. Oh yeah, for for fifty dollars. And that wow. thing was a piece of crap. It red rings. Oh, I had it on life support for like a year and a half before I finally like threw it in the garbage. This it, was the same 
like this was the same first year that me and you were friends. And so my my introduction to you as a human being was you wrapping your 360 in a towel and putting it in the freezer. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was legit. There were a whole bunch of stupid ways, like like here's how to combat the red ring. You'll never get rid of it, but you can trick your Xbox into thinking it doesn't have it. So you had to like get it to overheat and then cool it down. It was it was stupid, but um uh like I said, I bought my Xbox 360 from a pawn shop, and uh the reason I got it and the first game I bought to play on it was Halo Three. Um now. There's a bunch of old head uh, Halo players that are going to say, like, Halo CE is the GOAT or Halo 2 is the best one. And I love both of those games. The reason Halo 3 makes my list, like I said, partially nostalgia, but also just that era of, like, Halo 3 online. Halo 3 is one of the only games I ever gave a shit about, like, matchmaking, playing online against other people. That was the one I would, like, get on and... And play games with strangers, and I don't do that now. And I've always hated doing that, but fuck it, I did it for Halo Three. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, um, and and I love the story. I love the world. I mean, the story of Halo again, bit nonsensical to follow. Like, if you look at the full thing, but as far as like just playing Halo Three, like if that's the one you jumped in, like I did, um, you know, Master Chief and the Arbiter team up take on the covenant and the flood boom great love it yeah and uh and and especially back in the day playing it um the story uh co-op with all all your friends trying to get all the achievements playing it on the hardest difficulty it was just not hours of fun it was like years of fun it it kept going and then of course halo reach would eventually come out i think while we were like sophomores in high school Right. And um and that game also goaded. That mm. one basically same thing, lots of time put into that game. But Halo three will always have the special place in my heart for being my first Halo game and what got me into playing on the three sixty and just, just that very special time in a young boy's life. Right. Yeah. Uh I think was it came out two thousand seven, right? So uh, it was around, somewhere in there for yeah. sure. Yeah, I remember people playing Halo Three on the computers in school. Uh, yeah, that, was, that, was, that looked fun. Yeah, I remember specifically Blood Gulch, but I don't remember if that was three or what. But definitely, people were playing that in the library all the time. Blood Gulch was—they put Blood Gulch was in CE. Don't they all have a Blood Gulch with a different name though? <laughs> well, kind kind of. Blood Gulch was in CE, and then Blood Gulch—I don't remember if they renamed it, but it was all the same map was in two. And then they replaced it in Halo 3 with um, the kind of similar-ish map was Valhalla, but it was, like, different enough. I mean, it was close, but it was very different. And then uh, they eventually brought it back in Reach as part of the, the big-ass, what was it called, Forge World or something? Uh, yeah, it was. I think it was just called Forge, but yeah. It, I remember specifically with Halo 3, it was... It was, I think, the biggest video game launch that will ever happen. Yeah. Like, point now where, first of all, like, midnight releases aren't really a thing that happens. I wish it was. But on top of that, Halo 3 came out at a time where there really weren't a ton of video games coming out constantly like there are now. Like, any week, there's some game coming out today. Um, Like, Starfield just came out today, technically. (laughs) Right? Um, and it's 
but back in like the three beginning of the 360 era or whatever when when Halo 3 came out it was like maybe a couple of games a year especially if you were a one console sort of person uh and so when Halo 3 hit hit stores it was like it was like a block party like people were the world stopped for Halo 3 in a way that I don't think it will ever happen again maybe in recorded video game history like Grand Theft Auto 6 whenever that gets announced that'll be the test of this but I'm pretty confident it's not going to happen <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was that thing where like every single person in school was playing that game. Yeah, our local GameStop where we live still has the Halo Three launch poster up, taking up an entire window. Yeah, that as is. well it should. <laughs> Which I think is the case for a lot of GameStops. Like I've seen, I've seen that online where it's just like we still have our Halo Three poster. It's like, why would we ever take it down? It's goaded. I, I just looked up pictures of the launch party. Uh, and for some reason, it's just like a half a dozen pictures of Zac Efron playing the game. So I, I you know, hey, it, it, that, hit, that's, it hit that's, the like guys. That's what that's my guy. That's the dude right there. That's the guy. <laughs> All right, uh, Stephen, what is your number four? Uh, number four for me is um, probably the most recent game on my list. I think uh, it's Cuphead. Not really sure when that came out. I think 2018. Hell yeah. yeah I immediately loved this game. The art style, the animation, every work you could have in this game, all the bells and whistles, it's near perfect to me. It's a game where it's tough but fair. Anything that happened to you was your fault. You went on as the game went on in terms of skill and you get a little better each time you play each section and that's the kind of game i absolutely love and you'll see that going on forward to this list but yes i love cuphead but fair is the perfect way to describe that game oh really yeah yeah i i I think we all remember when that game was like announced because you're right. I think it came out 2018 and what they announced it like 2015, 2016, like a good chunk before it went through a lot. And yeah, it was just like, they were like, you're going to have to wait for it, but it'll be worth it. And just every year was like, is this the cuphead year? No, is this cuphead yet? No, no, man. That cuphead game looks cool. Is it ever going to No. Oh shit. It's here. Oh shit! It's hard. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't think anyone saw that coming. How how hard it was, and yeah, there I still have like night terrors of like fighting that stupid dragon or or that dumbass train. Um, For me, the roadblock was the robot. Uh, the, I think uh, yeah, the robot. They, they had to patch that. It was so difficult. The robot was the filter for a while. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's, if you can't beat the robot, you weren't beating the game. Yeah. I remember, because I played Cuphead when it first came out, because it was like the hottest thing and everyone was talking about it. But I yeah. didn't beat it until maybe t- two years later, whatever it was, when the DLC came out. I think I, I got, beat it last year. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> so I was, cause oh, yeah. I think, it, yeah, it was last year, wasn't it? Because uh, mm-hmm. I was... I got stuck on the robot forever. And then when I finally beat him and I got to got up to King Dice... Uh, and I started getting filtered by him too, and I was like, you know what? I think I've actually I've done I've done it. I've had my fun. I think I'm good. Yeah, uh, and just walked away from it for for like a full year until the DLC came out, and I was like, no, I'm stronger now. I'm a man. <laughs> literally, literally, I have the same exact story. 
where you struggle with it, you struggle with it, you put it down for a few months, and like you keep slowly edging towards because because I'm not good at video games. Someone's gonna listen to this and say well, like, oh, I I beat it the first day it came out. Like I'm very proud of you, but. Yeah, uh, you struggle with it, you put it down, you struggle with it, you put it down, and then by the time that I beat King Dice, and all that was left was the devil, I took like a year break. I was like, I'm so happy that I beat King Dice, I'm just going <laughs> to leave the devil to hang out for a bit, and everyone's like, oh, the devil's easier than King Dice, like, I'm sure he is, I don't have it in my soul right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does, it's, I can't it's firm but fired. And then eventually... Yeah, it's then they put out the delicious last course, and it's like, well, I guess I'm going back in, going for seconds. That sounds yummy. But oh, and also shout out to the Cuphead show. Oh my god, that show is phenomenal as well. Is it really? I only oh, watched yeah. a couple episodes, and I was like, eh. And season two is oof. I got Perfect. to the crying baby bottle episode, and I was like, actually, you know what? I think I'm good. I think <laughs> I've seen what I need to see. Where can you watch it? It's Netflix. a Netflix show. Netflix. Yeah. Oh. Which okay. uh uh Netflix, pay your writers, pay your actors. Do it. Yes. Uh Abra, did you play it, Cuphead? I have not. Because it wasn't on PlayStation originally, but I think it's there now. Is it like yeah, a it free should be, exclusive? It should be on every every I don't console. think it's free, but it's definitely on there. Yeah. I'll I'll check it out then. And it should only be like I think the base game was like twenty dollars, right? Yeah, it was pretty thirty dollars. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you can get so. like it and the DLC for 30 bucks, maybe. Don't quote me on that, but I think there's possibly. almost certainly a bundle. Probably. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Daniel, what is your number four? Uh, my number four, and I struggled with this one because uh, I knew it was going to be a persona, but I couldn't decide which one because they're all really good. Uh, I, I was going back and forth between specifically Persona 5 Royal and Persona 3 FES for like. I don't know, maybe 20 minutes. And I eventually Ooh. settled on Persona 5 because I think it just like it has more of the like what do you call it? Like quality of life improvements that just make it a lot more playable. Um but it's again just like Cuphead, it's or, well Cuphead too, but all uh, Hollow Knight. Uh it's it's a game where the music of it just brings you in so fast. Like the second you start it and the style of it is uh is beautiful. Like the the way that they just handle even the little things like the UIs for all the different stores is different and and interesting in exciting ways. The relationships you build up with all of your friends and like that one really hot chick who does who's like a goth doctor who does medicine on you. Uh, super great, love every second of that. Um, <laughs> it, it it's so good. It, it it does do the JRPG trajectory of like, okay, you finished the game, now fight God. And like that part's kind of annoying, but that's every JRPG ever. I think that's even literally some of the Kirby games. Um <laughs> so so I don't I don't really hold that against it. Um I my only problem that I ever have with recommending a persona game to people is that it is so long. Like it, right. it's it's minimum like 115, 120 hours to, to get through it. And then specifically the Royal adds an entire another like semester to it. So that's another 20 ish hours. Um, and like, that's a whole game. That's a whole game right there just by itself. That yeah. is long. So it's, it's so hard to recommend, but it, it is phenomenal. Uh, just the writing of it, the music, the art style. It, there's no aspect of this game that I think is lacking other than maybe, like, 
don't know, accessibility just because it is so hard and kind of dense to get into. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's number four. So easy. So easy. <laughs> All right. All right. Really All right. Well, that's, I mean, 20 hours. Uh, that's just too long. <clears throat> 20 hours is the, just the, is just the expansion. The, the full game is 120, 150. Yeah. No, God. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's a commitment. Yeah, I want to elaborate, but I've never played any Persona. I've always wanted to. I don't I'm, know un- I'm unfortunately I in like the that. same boat. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. I've seen Christian play it, and I was like, "This is really awesome! I need to visit this." And I just never have. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about the Persona games is they don't really like like they're not sequels to each other, even though they're numbered. Right. Um, so you can just start with the most recent one and get all those quality of life uh, improvements and all that stuff, uh, and then if you end up falling in love with it, go back and play four and, and three. They actually just released or re-released the golden and uh, are about to do a remake of, of Persona 3 uh, on modern consoles. So those are going to be really good. Persona 3 was my favorite for a long time. And honestly, like if you ask me tomorrow, it might be my favorite Persona game again. Uh, but today I fell on the side of Persona 5. So, Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, my... Number four is, I would say, is if you love Indiana Jones, this is the game for you. I Ooh. know, I know oh, what he's it's going to be. Lego Indiana. What? <laughs> no, no. Oh. It's uh, it's a 2009's Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Ah. So, well, besides the you know the gameplay of puzzle solving in the story, the character mm. development of the main character Nathan Drake. Is the most important part because he's re- he's pretty much like Indiana Jones. He's cool, relatable character, and throughout the whole game, he pretty much draws you into the story. Especially when he interacts with you know Sully, who's not Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, um, but overall, that game is especially the the train scene, the beginning of the game. I think that's <laughs> what made PlayStation. PlayStation made that game very, very special because it exp- I think it was an exclusive for PlayStation as well. Yeah, it is. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's my, that's my, my number four. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think because it's been a while since I've played them. To be fair, but I mm-hmm. I remember thinking Uncharted Two is the best one of the original trilogy. It- I always confuse which one's which. Like, I remember the first one was the Eldorado one. Was two yeah. the genie one, or was two the like uh, Idrisil tree of the world one? Two was the genie one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because they all kind of have that same trajectory of like, we have to find this thing that was hidden. Oh no, it was hidden for a reason, and it also makes zombies or makes me. Seek our zombie, <laughs> and so it's kind of hard for me to remember which one's which. But I didn't play Uncharted, four. Apparently, that one's different. Uncharted two is the one with the Yetis. Yeah, the Yeti, the Yetis, and, and and I always remember Uncharted two is the train. Uncharted three is the plane. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, because they yeah. did they do both of those uh, sections in the movie? Because I remember people saying that they was just like a greatest hits of the the. They, I didn't see the Uncharted movie. They did the plane thing where uh, Nathan Drake is flying, or sorry, Tom Holland was flying, and uh, the train. I don't remember if they did the train in the movie. I don't think they did. So my experience with the Uncharted movie 
was it I, I never saw it in theaters and then it it came out on Netflix and I like put it on one day in my house and I got like halfway through it and then I was like I got to go do better stuff and I like turned it <laughs> off and it was kind of a thing like maybe I'll come back and finish this movie later today and that was like a year ago and I never did no uh, uh, the movie is really, really different from the game. Uh, but if you never played the game and watched the movie, you'll still be fine with it. Unfortunately for us, we played the games though. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Too late. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I I remember from the trailer that the movie does the plane bit. But if you want to see basically the entire uh, Uncharted Two train bit in a movie, watch. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part yes. 1. Yes. They do basically the same exact thing, and it's really good. It's the... Oh. I wish Tom Cruise was Nathan Drake. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's... It's could it. I mean, whatever. It's no worse of a choice than Tom Holland. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uncharted uh, 2 is a good, is a good pick. That's number number four, and I really struggle with this list because I love all these games. Oh yeah, that's why my honorable admissions is like a long, longer yes. list. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Skylar, what is your number three? All right. Um, so it's weird that this is my number three, considering that if you like gun to my head, told me like what's your favorite series of all time, I'd probably say this series. Um. But this one only comes in at number three, and it's kind of a cop out uh, because um, it's it's really tough to choose because uh, my number three pick is a Legend of Zelda game. Oh, um, and my love for Legend of Zelda goes deep, but I am a Neanderthal, and I don't really like to play. A lot of the 2D Zeldas, like I've played um, A Link to the Past, and I've played um, like half of Minish Cap. I didn't beat Minish Cap, but so I've I've played some 2D Zelda games. But but when I say that I love Zelda, I mean that I love 3D Zelda because again, I'm baby brained. But um, I love basically every 3D Zelda game that they've put out. Um, I love Majora's Mask. I love Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I love uh, Twilight Princess. I like Skyward Sword. I, um, there it is. There it is. I, hey, I enjoyed playing Skyward Sword. And anyone who's like, this is the worst game ever, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to fight you on that. But <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, uh, and I, I hate to say, like, oh, I picked this one because of this. It's nostalgia is the first one I ever played because that's what I said for the first two games on this list. But I don't think a lot of people will want to crucify me for choosing Ocarina of Time for the list because it's the classic goat for a reason, right? Um, it's it's super simple boiled down of like you, you, you go place to place and you do the temples. Like um, I think... Even Majora's Mask is a little bit more difficult than that with its time travel gimmick. Um, but uh, Ocarina of Time was the first 3D Zelda game that I played. And um, it's just your classic, like, Link's gotta fight Ganondorf and save Zelda story. 
and everyone everyone knows Ocarina of Time. Everyone loves Ocarina of Time. Maybe not everyone, but but I do. <laughs> so it's on my list. I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Most of you guys' uh, games are like not i mean they're they're like you know rated g because you know we grew up with with them but i play like i don't know my list is like more rated r i think uh, i had like a weird childhood i guess uh, he's telling us that he's cooler than us yeah what yeah the what hell? the hell uh no i didn't i didn't say that oh but, so, uh, so kingdom hearts is rated e i think and ocarina of time might be e or t okay i don't, I don't know uh, Halo Three, come on, that's a shooter. Yeah, that's Reddit R or Reddit uh, and, M. And I promise that my number two and one are both more adult-aimed rated M games. Not, no, that, okay. not that that matters to me. Apparently, a bar cares. <laughs> uh, come on. I, I'm just love, pointing things out. I'm just being I observant. Love I love Ocarina, by the way. Yeah, I know you. It's because <laughs> I out of us, I'm. Obviously, I'm the Nintendo boy. That's what I I would say that, yeah. I started with the NES and the SNES. I had the first Zelda and mm -hmm. A Link to the Past. Mm -hmm. So transitioning from 8-bit to 16-bit, when Ocarina came out, I was like, this game is, this is impossible to play. <laughs> this is, my <laughs> mind too, couldn't fathom. Like, There's too many directions. Link is Link's a person. He's not just this little creature. He's, he's a... I'm controlling him. Well, now he's a little polygon creature. But, but it was mind-blowing seeing that. Same with Mario, going from that to that. The big jump. Mm -hmm. I got sick. I, I legit motion sickness. I got over it eventually, but <laughs> let, I, I loved Ocarina when it first came out because I was like, this is... this is the future. This is, this is where gaming's going. I was so yeah. excited. Yeah. And for yeah, anyone the... anyone wondering, like, if you've never played Ocarina of Time, or Majora's Mask for that matter, and you're like, oh, I want to play that, I advise doing the 3DS versions for both of those games. Yes. Super streamlined, controls way better. Great, great versions of those games. I wish that uh, those, like, HD remasters were ported to something else. Yes. Mm. But uh anything else? Wink. Anything yeah, else? Wink. wink. If, only, yeah. if only there was another console that I could take with me wherever I went that I could play my favorite games on. Nintendo. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> if they don't listen to anyone else, why would they listen to me? But no, they'll you? listen to you. Okay. Thank you, Abar. Thank you for believing <laughs> in me. I always believe in you, man. With that being <laughs> said, Steven, what is your number three? My number three. When this game came out, I was obsessed. And I'm still kind of obsessed, but it's kind of died down a little since I'm a big old grown-up now. But this came out a little after we graduated, and that is Shovel Knight. This mm -hmm. was, the, in my opinion, the pioneer of what indie games became, like Cuphead, like Hollow Knight, and eventually an, all these other big game titles that are winning these major awards. You don't have to go through this giant, you know, this Nintendo, Microsoft. You don't have to go to these different places to succeed because it was crowdfunded. You were part of the game from the start. I really love Shovel Knight. It's simple. It's close to Cuphead, firm but fair. It's easier than Cuphead, but it's more enjoyable in my opinion. 
anyone can pick it up and play it. And there's multiple stories and caveats to the game. Just just get it. You, Abrar, go get it. I'll go get it right now. Right Shovel now. Knight is so kick-ass. That, <laughs> it's, it's on my honorable mentions list. It's, it's such a great game. Beautiful, too. Where, oh, can yeah. you, where can you play it? I think anywhere. Yeah, I think it's, it, yeah, it, it's, 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 it being an indie game, it's, it's on just about anything. Um, <laughs> I played it. The first time I played it was on the Wii U, so I know it's on Nintendo consoles. I want to get it again for Switch. Okay. So I don't have to plug in my Wii U. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you play it, I think you could play it anywhere. And I think the DLC is included. I don't think you have to pay extra for that or anything like that. I want to say you should be able to get it on PlayStation 5. But yeah, I don't know for sure. Yeah, I just looked it up. It was released on PlayStation 4 and it's backwards compatible, so it should be. You can oh, get it. See, there you go, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the information. No excuse. Yeah, that's true. But, um, Daniel, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is, I don't know, potentially a controversial one, I guess, because um, I think most people disagree that this is the best one in the franchise, but uh, I don't really care about those people. Uh, I put Arkham Knight. Oh, I think Arkham Knight is the best Arkham. Uh, even though they're all amazing, even Origins I really like. Like it's definitively the worst Arkham game, but I still right. love the Origins. Um, but Knight is Knight's phenomenal. I think the the work that they do with all of the different villains that you have, um, Scarecrow's entire like plot is really cool. Uh, having Joker be like kind of a side character like living in the head of the Batman is, is amazing. Uh, I love everything to do with the story of that game. I think it's obviously graphically the best of them because it's the most modern one. Um, but even, even when you, if you boot that game up today and you compare it to a lot of games that are coming out right now, it still looks better. Like the way that the rain mm-hmm. sort of like plays on the, the back of uh, Batman's cloak is, is unmatched in video games. Like I would put yeah. that up against pretty much anything. Uh, <laughs> it, it's genuinely impressive. And I know some people uh, really hated the Batmobile in it. I didn't mind it so much. Uh, I didn't necessarily love it, but you don't have to really use it that much. Like there's some side content where you have to use it, but you don't have to do that side content. So I don't, I, I've never really understood that complaint uh, too, too much. Uh, and I, I just think it does the best job of like really exemplifying how important Batman is to Gotham. Um, just being able to watch sort of the, the prison cells at the GCPD fill up as you like do side content and just go through the story is like literally what would these guys do without him? And yeah. it's, it's really, it really is just a phenomenal story being told. Uh, and of course it's, you know, it's that Arkham gameplay was so easy to get into and kind of it just it got ripped off by like every other game for a decade <laughs> like yeah. so many games just have the exact same arkham combat because like it's easy but it it works like you can fit it into pretty much any gameplay style uh, mm-hmm. and it'll just feel good uh, i think i think that game had the most side missions than the other previous arkham games it had a ton yeah and then yeah, there was yeah. also the dlc because they added the dlc for like right uh was it mr freeze and killer croc and uh maybe Raish was Raish dlc too I don't know, it was yeah one of yeah yeah he was uh Ooh. 
So it was really good. Just like as a as a DC fan in all categories except film, um, uh-huh. it because uh, they have just yeah. not doing a good job there. Uh, it is one of my favorite DC anythings, and it makes me very happy. <laughs> no, I I totally agree with you on almost all points. Yeah, um, it is an awesome game. I on my honorable mentions list, I chose Arkham City. Yeah, there's no wrong choice. Well, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. true. So, so I agree with you. I I love Arkham Knight. I think it's a fantastic game. I think the reason I leaned towards City, like just edging it out, was yeah. Um, it's it's a bit more tight story wise, a bit more streamlined. Um, still an amazing amazing story. Um, great twist at the end, you know, all that stuff. But uh, but Arkham Knight, so great. And and yeah, I think you know it's one of those things where you're playing it and you're like, awful lot of Batmobile being forced to happen <laughs> right now. But yeah. I enjoy the Batmobile. I think the only part where it like my brain is like, why are we doing this? Is like Riddler's actively building new <laughs> racetracks. Yeah, and it's yeah, like weird, all right, right, I get it. But I mean. They they built the car mechanic and they want you to use it. So I do understand. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> yeah, um, it is definitely weird that Riddler's doing that. I, for me, the part with where the Batmobile sort of feels the most out of place is when you're fighting Deathstroke with it. And I'm like, he's yeah. like a super ninja with swords and stuff. Why am I fighting him in a tank? Yeah, they stuck but, him in a tank. Oh well, that was a weird choice. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but this uh, point that you were saying that it, it's one of the coolest things, the coolest feelings as you progress the game, like every goon you beat is like visually represented being locked up in the GCPD. Like all the cells are being filled up and it basically like shows you your progression on all those side stories by how full the prison is. It's so cool. And, and, and how can we not talk about like the performances? Oh yeah. Obviously, you know, greatest of all time, Kevin Conroy, Shout Mark out to Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the whole cast, really. I think Scarecrow was voiced by. I hope I'm not wrong here. I think he was voiced by uh, Denethor from Lord of the Rings. That feels right. Let me, what, let whatever me his whatever his name who, is. Uh, who do you play in Lord of the Rings? Denethor. Den- Denethor, the 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 steward of Gondor. Oh, oh okay. The one that. That uh, spoilers fell off a cliff while on fire. Yeah. What? Sorry, Steven. <laughs> Steven's never seen Lord of the Rings. What? Oh, it's true. I genuinely don't believe that. You've seen one. You he had saw, to. He, he, saw, nope. he saw The Hobbit too. That's hey, not the same. I'm, I'm making that up. I don't know if that's okay. true. I think it was the first Hobbit that came out. I think. I remember I watched it with you. That was it. Probably not in theaters. I don't even remember the movie. I mean, I mean, everyone. Here comes the flame. No, (laughs) everyone who's listening to this, watch all the rings. It's the greatest movies of all, greatest trilogy of all time. It's what I hear, but you know. Yeah, John Noble. John Noble. Yeah, that's him. I just Mm. found it at the. And then, and then Jonathan Banks from Breaking Bad is Gordon in that game. They change like Gordon's voice cast in every game, but that's fine. I thought it was Brian Cranston. No, Brian Cranston does voice Gordon, but he voices him in the animated Batman Year oh. One movie. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and the game makes you feel like Batman. It, it does. Yeah, it, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
my my number three. Uh, I would say it's my first first game I played that was that was you know rated mature. Um, it's the uh, it's the 2002's Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. Wow. So, dude, this game when I played it when I was eight, it literally changed my life. I'm gonna have to have a talk with your parents. All these yeah, things yeah. you're playing when you're a kid. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> they, they'll buy me anything. They'll got me Vice City. But they bought, um, they're buying you all those wrestling pay per views with like the diva matches with the. Well, oh, let's not let's not let's not go there. That's, that's not a different good. discussion. <laughs> let's not go there. Uh-oh. It's not it's not as crazy as he scholar says, but uh, it's, it's so crazy. it's actually more crazy. Uh, hey guys, come on. people uh, lost yeah. their lives that night. No, um, so Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you know, <laughs> I because of this game, I fell in love with the '80s music, the culture, mm. because of this game. Yeah, um, the soundtrack Did it make you want a, to go watch Miami Vice. You know, I didn't. So I was a kid, right? Yeah. I didn't know anything about Miami Vice. The, my first exposure to like Miami Vice was this game. Did okay. did, did it that make you want to watch Scarface? Because that game is oh. very Scarface. Also. Yeah. So, so I've seen Scarface around, but when I got the game, I know it was like kind of resembles to that. Mm-hmm. But when I watched Scarface, it's like, oh, Vice City just literally took off, literally yeah. rip off. You know, it's, it's, it's just Scarface. Yeah, I can't believe Scarface <laughs> ripped off Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. Which, isn't that there is a Scarface game, isn't there? There, there is. is. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful, but it exists. Damn. Yep. Well, thank you, Vice City, for being a better Scarface game than Scarface. I mean, uh, I think this out of all the GTA games, there's one, two, three, uh, freaking uh, San Andreas, San Andreas, uh, Vice City, San Andreas. Vice City. Four, Vice City. Yeah, I think this one's the most underrated one out of all of them. Mm. Um, and also, Tommy Versetti's yeah. stories arc. Because he was a bad guy when you play him, but at the end he became ish a good guy. But yeah, I was gonna say I think all the main characters of of the <laughs> of Grand Theft Auto games are generally considered to be bad guys. Like I think the one who who maybe is the most like not wanting to be a bad guy is Nico from Four. Uh, right. But even then, like you're still fully murking people like <laughs> all day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's my number three. Uh, Skyler, what is your number dose or number two? My number two, I think there's a very strong chance that I'm sniping this off of Daniel's list as well. I promise Daniel, you are. This might be your number two I've been waiting or for you your number one. It's probably, you know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, my favorite, some of my favorite games of all time are the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, I, I love Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. And 3 has the controversial ending. We all know. We don't got to talk about that right now. Because my pick for my number two favorite game of all time is Mass Effect 2. Uh, can I just say that's also my number two? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's, all right, talk, like, about let's talk about let's it. Let's just tag team Mass Effect 2 real yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's one of the best games of all time. There's, uh, there's actually a running joke between me and Skyler that's been going on for like years, where every time we start describing like a game that we really want, we'll we'll describe it to each other for like no joke, like ten minutes, and then and then we get to the point where we're just like, so basically, Game of Thrones, but Mass Effect Two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mass, Mass Effect. Mass Effect Two, but Green Lantern. Mass Effect yeah. Two, but uh, I don't anything. Like literally anything. One Piece. Mass Effect Two, but yeah. One Piece. That'd just be the, best. just the idea, 
Because Mass Effect Two, the like, there's your threat. You got to fight these aliens called the Collectors, and the entire story leading up to that is just assembling your team, assembling your crew, and you have to go on these missions, find somebody, recruit them, and then you eventually can go on another mission for that person to earn their respect, their loyalty. That's the whole game. Like, it stretches out to like I don't know, twenty four plus missions, but it's really like just getting your crew together. But yeah. it's so, like, the crew is so diverse and interesting, and you love all the characters except maybe one. But <laughs> um, just, like, it's such good writing, such good characters. Um, uh, a yeah. great great cast. The Mass Effect game has, like, an insane cast. Um, Seth Green is the pilot of your ship. and uh, Seth Green? Uh, 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 fucking, um, not now I'm blanking on... Um, all that information goes out the window as soon as you need it. It's just yeah, all the time. It's, it's, because, it's because a bra cut me off. It said Seth Green. Now I can't remember anyone's name. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah, Austin Powers. Yeah. All I can think of right Keith now David. is uh, Keith David is uh, um, Anderson uh, in those games, and uh, Martin Sheen is like kind of an antagonist and the elusive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jennifer Hale is Moss. Carrie Ann Moss is uh, introduced in in. Mass Effect 2. So many people pop up in those games, and you're like, oh, wow, this is so cool. Um, and Mass Effect 2 is in this like really sweet spot where it's just like you get to revisit people you knew from the first game, and you're introduced to all these new characters that will carry on into the next game. Um, it, like The combat is fun, obviously, and, and diverse enough that you have options of, like, do you just want to be a soldier and just shoot shit, which is, you know... <laughs> easy and then you can have like certain powers and abilities if you choose to it's mass effect is awesome yeah it's <laughs> it's a real shame that bioware is not what they are anymore or what they were anymore because there there was a period of like maybe 20 years where bioware was just putting out banger after banger like constantly um and it, it it's such a i think probably the last genuinely good when they put out was dragon age inquisition then after that it's just been mm -hmm. a slippery slope to hell mm -hmm. um but mass effect 2 i i don't i don't think i have ever encountered somebody who has played mass effect 2 specifically and does not consider it one of the best games of all time like i don't think it's arguable um for all the reasons that skyler just said and also just because like this is one of those worlds where every single thing about it is thought out and interesting. And like, if you have a question about how something in this universe works or how one of these cultures uh, like reacts to one of the other ones or anything like that, that answer is there. It yeah. might not always be like the most front facing thing. Like sometimes it's in the codex or sometimes you hear it in like a side conversation or whatever, but it is one of the most living, breathing worlds of any video game I've ever played ever um, to the point where, and I think this is also true for Skylar. Mass Effect two was the first Mass Effect I played. Like I went back mm -hmm. to play Mass Effect one. Yeah, same thing. Um, and yeah. and it was like, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna sound stupid, but it was like you you didn't need to play Mass Effect One at all. Like Mass Effect One could very easily just be like the prequel to how your character got to the because it's I mean it is literally that if but whatever. Like it, you could almost argue that Mass Effect One is like unnecessary to the story uh, yeah. because Mass Effect Two is such a such a complete and condensed story on its own. Um, to the point where, like, I think the only thing you would be con confused about is when either Ashley or Caden shows up and is like, "Hey, you suck, maybe." <laughs> yeah, there are there are certain things that you definitely appreciate a lot more playing the first. Absolutely. One first, um, 
it's an old game, so I don't know if I should worry about spoilers. But like, there's characters where that you come across, and and your the character you play as will make sure you understand. Like, oh, I know this guy; he's important. But the reveal of like them showing up once you know who they are from the first game, it's it it gets more of a gasp from you. Like, oh, it's this guy. Hmm. Um. I see. I know there's one guy who loves uh, Mass Effect more than you guys. It's impossible. I, I'll fight him. Where is he? Yeah, impossible. What's his name? His name, his name is. His, uh, his name is Dave Batista. He's trying to make a film with Mass Effect. No, wait a minute. Hold your horses. Uh, He's trying to make Gears, Gears of War. Yeah. Oh God. Abra you know just, Dave Batista. Abraj just showed his ass on the think? podcast. Now everyone knows. Yeah, everyone you knows. Don't know video. Sorry, I don't play Xbox. I'm a PlayStation guy. You're a fake fan. PlayStation guy. Mass Effect was Xbox. Oh exclusive yeah, because Mass Effect first? One was exclusive. Yeah, Mass Effect One was, and then two and three went. For the record, um, fuck Mass Effect Andromeda. That game is ass. Oh yeah, absolutely. Every, like I said, everything after Dragon Age Inquisition <laughs> yeah. was a nightmare from Bioware. Uh, to the point where right now, I don't know if you've heard recently, and this is you know maybe not pertinent to the conversation, but Bioware actually just fired like fifty people. Uh, mm. And they're like, we're restructuring. We fired the, them to make the team more agile so we can make games better. And it's like, uh-huh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that the last, like, three games you put out were complete technical nightmares and yeah. financial flops and EA secretly maybe yeah. kind of hates it you was, guys. It was those 50 people, not years of bad business decisions. Yeah, not years of bad business and the fact that everyone who made aware have left and started their own studios, like, five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, oh but what you take oh away from this, uh, from both myself and Daniel, is Mass Effect Two is kick ass. This is so good, dude. I get confused with Mass Effect, and there's a game called Red Fraction. Are they kind of similar? No, they're both <laughs> not even space. a little bit. <laughs> one's one's on Mars, and it's like a destruction based game where you just kind of mess stuff up. Uh, and I forget who made that. I think it was probably THQ. I think so. Uh, whereas Mass Effect is a very hard RPG. Uh, like very much, it's all about like relationships and your choices and that sort of thing. Uh, whereas Red Faction is is just like a kind of generic action game. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I apologize to um, to Batista. He loves <laughs> Gears of War. Sorry about yes, that. Yes, he does. And, he and, might and like I, I do too, for the record. All right, yeah, it's not on my I list. Also, I mean, Xbox gamers, you know, you're you're gonna not just play Halo. You're gonna play both. All right, all right. So, uh, uh, mm -hmm. All right, Steven, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is probably just... I, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's very cartoony, very cute. What really jump-started Rare as what they are today, and it's Banjo-Kazooie. I think, in my opinion, it's one of the best platformers ever. Anyone can pick it up and play it. It's easy-ish. It gets harder later on. <laughs> it starts easy. It starts <laughs> off very easy, and then little baby game, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to... This is frustrating. I don't yeah. want to do this. <laughs> and y'all know what I mean. Absolutely. But... Is it that one part in TikTok Woods or whatever it is where you have to like do the back jump onto the little leaf, and I missed it a hundred times in a row and wanted it's... to die? It's that one. <laughs> Click Clock Wood. You need, you need is, patience to play that level. Yeah, Click Clock Wood is not easy. 
I would dare say not fun. Although it's it's one of those you're like, wow, I really love this level design, but I fucking hate this level. Yeah. Um, but yeah. no, the the <laughs> the filter of that game is the level before that rusty bucket bay. Yes. Um, that's any that's little where... thing, and you're just dead. You lose all your progress. It's it's um it's Ooh. one of those things where the many playthroughs of that game I've started is it's I I play Banjo Kazooie. By the way, also an honorable mention. It's also written on my list here. Um, anytime I play Banjo Kazooie, it's very much a pick up and play. Like I'm just gonna start this and I'm just gonna burn through some levels, and then you get through more than half the game, and then you're like, oh, I'm getting to the hard shit now. I think I want to stop. Stop for today. And then you go do something different, and you just don't finish that playthrough. That's that's what I tend to do. Um, you get through like a Mad Monster Mansion, and you're like, cool, I'm done. But yeah, it's the game I rented the most from Little Relic Blockbuster. Every weekend, it was 90% of the time I rented Banjo-Kazooie or Paper Mario, but I preferred Banjo-Kazooie because that game rocked. Little Bear and Bird. Where, where can you play it? Little Bear and Bird. Uh, Banjo, well, if you, you can track it down for the Nintendo 64. Yeah. Oh, typically but, like but... 35 to 40 bucks for the 64, but there's a better uh, option. Yeah, yeah, ban- yeah, Banjo is owned. Rareware is owned by uh, Microsoft now, so it's all on Xbox. It's on Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's actually in Game Pass, so you can just get Game Pass and play yeah. it there. I also it yeah. is it playable through the like Switch backward, not backward, but you know what I mean, like the Switch Online thing, because that would make sense. Yes, I wouldn't yes, be surprised. There too. Okay. Yeah, not, you, not you the would... sequels, but just the original Banjo. Well, but you don't, you don't. I'm gonna get people on your ass, but you don't like Tui anyway, right? <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I, I hate. There you go. Oh, okay. Got him. I and... also, I also don't like Tui. I don't have strong enough feelings to say that I hate it, but it's it's one of those like, things where you yeah. know years ago, like a while ago, we were hanging out and uh, Stephen and I played Banjo and. And we beat it, and it's like, yeah, all right. And he's like, now you want to play Tui? And I was like, no. No. <laughs> not, not really. It's harder. It's more convoluted. There's so much. It's backtracking the video game. That's what it is. Yeah, well, mm. the best part about Banjo-Kazooie is how simple it is. Y- you know what yeah. you're doing every single world. You're like, okay, I got to get the new moves. I got to collect the stuff, and they got to move on. And uh, they just added too much in Tui in my opinion i mean i'm not knocking the game itself if there's a diehard there's a diehard banjo tui fan out there and i'm like fuck yeah dude it's 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 great but i i don't want to play it exactly which steven you feel the same way now i'm really gonna get people on your ass you feel the same way about majora's mask don't you absolutely 100 percent Oh man, people I are do, gonna come for you. I I do love Majora's Mask. I'm the one that's gonna come for him on that one. I do also love backtracking Mask. the video game. Well, yeah, especially well, okay. if you make a mistake and then have to like beat a temple boss all over again. But I mean, yeah, if we're in the showing your ass section of the podcast, uh, I haven't. The only Zelda games I ever <laughs> played was Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I thought they were fun. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. those are They're the only ones I've ever hard. played. <laughs> I'm still in awe by Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I, I wouldn't say I'm in awe, but I definitely had a lot of fun. Like I from think the they were definitively good games. From the first one to Breath of the Wild, yeah, that's like a holy shit. Thank you. Well, speaking of Breath of the Wild, my oh, number no, two. Uh oh. No, no, no. Now he's not going to say Breath of the Wild. <laughs> no. Change it. He's putting in WWE 2K right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right now. Well. Let's go. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now, none of those games are on my list. Coward. <laughs> 
He put them out because we made fun of them. They were good. They were <laughs> but, they were in there originally. I promise you. No, no, no. But uh, <laughs> my number two is a game that Skyler never played. I keep telling him to play it, but he never plays it. I don't know why. No. What his problem is? Don't tell people this. <laughs> I I have to. No. You play it. I say play it. You but you don't play it. Ooh, what is it? This whole podcast was just a ruse to get people. Yeah, to this was jump a trap. I don't like make, it. <laughs> to make Skyler play this game. It's the uh, it's the 2013's Last of Us. Hey baby, that's a good ass <laughs> game, baby. The game man is depressing as hell, but it's so good, man. It is so good. The uh, when you play as Joel or Ellie in one part of the game, you really embrace yourself in the game. Also, it's a scary game as well. I don't it's know. Scary. It's it's too scary. I would call the... it a horror game specifically, but no. it's it's scary. Like it, it's like a thriller game if if we're using yeah. movie genres. It's definitely a thriller because uh, I mean, I think the narrative. Okay, so it bleeds to you know Last of Us Two. I mm. would I would say put I would put Last of Us Two there, but I think the original part of the whole story is is the original. Because that would, you know, it kind of break down of what can a video game be into like a movie style cinematic type of game. And this is one of them. Uh, but yeah, this this game, Skyler, you got to play it right now. Listen, I... all right, I'm not avoiding it for any <laughs> specific reason. I just, yeah. I just haven't made time for it. And and I've spent this entire uh, podcast saying that I'm a shitty Xbox player. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, okay, I, I've got to, you say, oh, you got to play Last of Us. And I'm like, I know, and I got to go pull out my PS4, dust it off. This, then, game, this game came out for the PS3, man. It's, I know it, it did. Come out. I but know his PS3 like, doesn't work either, <laughs> so he's not pulling that out. Yeah, it's true. Um, um, man, for me, Last of Us 1, uh, not Last of Us Part 1, which is the name of the remake of Last of Us that they already did. Right. For whatever reason, I, I guess because of the TV show. Um, I would say that that is the best PlayStation game. Like, I, I would confidently say that. I would put that above God of War, uh, God of War 2016, and God of, God of War Ragnarok. I put it above Ghost of Tsushima. I would put it above. Like, if there's a bracket of PlayStation first party games, Last of Us is going to win that for me every single time. Like, it's not even a question. No, Ooh. I agree with that. Like, it's it's the best of those games. Um, you could even argue that it's the one that is the because there's you know there's the argument that a lot of PlayStation games are kind of similar, which I, I somewhat agree with, but not really, because um, they are similar like genres, I guess. Where it is that like third person over the shoulder action adventure style game, and a lot of them involve sad dads, um, and like that is all true. But you could argue that Last of Us is the reason why so many of those games are like that. Because if you remember the PS3 generation, PlayStation was down bad. Like, they did not put out a game that was a big hit. There were some that were good, but there were none that were, like, huge hits. Uh, mm-hmm. They were losing to Xbox for the first time and only time in history. Like, they were not doing well. And then Last of Us is the game that really sort of made them the PlayStation that they are today. Like, if you love Ghost of Tsushima or the new God of Wars or any of those games that are like being held up as some of the best games of all time from the PS4 generation. Um, those games only exist because of Last of Us 1. 100%. No question in my mind. I agree with that 100% as well, man. This this is the game where, where you find yourself like, man, that, especially the ending of the game, man, did he make the right choice? Yes. 
Did he not make <laughs> the right choice? <laughs> Damn. If he made the right choice, if he did not make the right choice, that up to that's up to the gamer. Like, that's oh like man, it's up to Daniel. I, I've decided <laughs> that it's yes. Well, Daniel thinks yeah, no, yes. Answer is correct. There, there's a lot of people saying no. I mean, he might not make the right uh, choice. Yeah, I've had this conversation with people. I disagree. <laughs> but the uh, the show, the adaptation to the show. Uh, it's still as good. It's, if you never played the game, the show is also great as well. The show is very good. I wouldn't say it's a replacement for the game. No, because um, no, I know there's no. a lot of people who are like, this is the definitive way to experience the story now, and it's it's not. Um, because first of all, they change a lot, not like in a bad way, but there's a lot of like expanding in certain areas and shrinking yeah. in other areas. Because like obviously, you can't have an extended gameplay section in a TV show because then no one's talking and nothing is happening. Uh, it's just people shooting guns for like two episodes, and that's not yeah. Gonna, that's not gonna play well for for TV. Uh, so actually, Sky, did you did you watch the show? All right, now Bro's gonna get extra mad at me. No, <laughs> I, I have not watched the show. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Play the game first. Well, well that's well, I that's Abrar. This will make you feel better. The reason I haven't watched the show is a, I don't have time to do anything. That's B. Fair. Uh yeah, my my goal is uh whenever I do eventually finally listen to you and and sit down for Last of Us, I want my first experience to be the game, not the show. That is fine. I, I completely understand the, the game. You got to play it first. Uh, don't watch any YouTuber reactors playing the game. Because I know you will do that. I one hundred percent would never. never do that. <laughs> he distinctly hates you. I couldn't. I couldn't name you a single YouTube reactor. Uh. Okay, good. But uh, yes, yeah, so we are now down to our number ones. But first, let's uh, recap our list from five to two. I'll go with Daniel. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I had Hollow Knight, uh, Persona, Arc of Night, and Mass Effect 2, although uh, we shared that with Sky. <laughs> yeah. Right. Skyler, go ahead. Mine were Kingdom Hearts 1, Halo 3. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Mass Effect 2. Nice. Steven? Mine was Pokemon Emerald, or Pokemon just in general. Um, Cuphead, Shovel Knight, and Banjo-Kazooie. Kazooie. Kazooie. Mine was Mortal Kombat, Deadly Alliance, Uncharted 2, Among Thieves, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, and Last of Us. All right. We're all going to say our number one at the same time. All right. At the what? same time. At the same time. Same place, same bad channel. In three, two, uh, one. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> oh, hello? <laughs> yeah, well, right, I, explain. I, I uh, do think that probably me and Sky's number one is also the same game, but it's not a good Red chance. Dead yeah. a good chance. Uh, it's not Red Dead 2. It's not sorry, bro. Red Dead 2 is one of my, is one of my uh, honorary mentions or whatever, because I, wow. I do love that game. Um, but it didn't make my top five. Wow. Because of the ending. I hate it. I'm going to quickly, I'm not going to do what a bro wanted us to do. I'm going to quickly shout out my honorable mentions um, uh, before I say my number one. Um, so the ones that were mentioned already were Banjo Kazooie was an honorable mention, Shovel mm. Knight was also an honorable mention. And then uh, while we were talking about Arkham Knight, I said Arkham City was my honorable mention. Um, I love almost every Resident Evil game. Uh, but Resident especially Evil, for maybe Resident <laughs> Evil's one of my favorite series. Uh, I think if I had to pick one, 
I don't know how controversial this is, but I love, 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 love the Resident Evil 2 remake. Oh, hell yeah. I think that game is so awesome. I mean, I love Resident Evil 4, obviously, and the 4 remake is also really good, but I think I think the 2 remake is the one I just, like, I would play that game, like, to completion, like, four times in a row in one sitting. Yeah, I think I, I think I specifically <laughs> watched you beat that game. And I, to be fair, that you were doing, fun. like, the speedrun ones, but I watched yeah. you beat it twice in a row, like, while we were just hanging out. Yeah, once you get good at it, you can beat that game in under two hours, and yeah. it's Which... nothing, so... I haven't played the two two or three remakes. I played the originals, but not the, the remakes yet. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I need to get around to it because I own them. Like, I paid money and I haven't played them yet, which mm. is really stupid, but whatever. Um, but Resident Evil 4 remake is is very much that same way where, like, after you've beaten it a couple times, yeah. you, you go really? back and you're like, I can sprint through this game with my yeah. eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. So um, Resident Evil, love. Uh, Skyrim, of course, <clears throat> yeah. classic. Uh mm-hmm. I mean, the Elder Scrolls series. I'm not going to pretend to be an old head Elder Scrolls player that like played Arena on the computer. Uh, I didn't fucking do no, that. No. But Skyrim came out when we were in high school, and we've all sunk like hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. Vivian. Uh, Arrow to the knee. Uh, yes, sir. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. Oh, yeah, now, now we're talking. talking. Now, oh, we're, now talking. we're being classic, around the classic, classic game. That's your number one, right? Uh, it's not my number one. It's only oh, on honorable on. mentions, unfortunately. Mine's what also did... an honorable mention. What year was did a... that came out? That was a that was a PS2 game. Yeah, that was, so, uh, yeah. that was it. Got remade, but I I seem to I think you didn't really care for the remake as much. Am I misremembering that? Uh, the remake has certain hiccups that make it like not as perfect to play as the original. But that being said, having it on like Xbox that you could just turn it on. Like I'm not digging out my PS2 just to play it, right? But yeah. Steven and I, peek behind the curtain, Steven and I were literally playing Battle for Bikini Bottom yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We almost beat it. Um, uh, Dead Rising 1. Yep. Oh. Love Dead Rising. Um, uh, Castle Crashers, if people know Castle Crashers. I know that Steven and Daniel, you do. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, Played it extensively. <laughs> it's, Love uh, it. it's, it's like a... Um, it's it's like a beat 'em up game uh made by Behemoth Games who that's like Tom Fulp who like was the head of Newgrounds you know yeah. okay so it's like that kind of like flash era type it's stuff. like that it's like that bully game for the PS2 not bully, even close no no, not no even bully's a rockstar oh. Oh. um no Behemoth also did I think Alien Hominid and yes. Battle Block um, Theater Battle Block and, Theater and their most recent game was Pit People. And yeah, they, they're all great that. games. They're all they're all killer <laughs> games. Um, and Bully's then my, pretty cool too. My final, yeah, is if Bully's on your honorable mentions, bro, that's cool. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and my my last honorable mention is a game that's uh, close to me for a different reason. That's Hades. Mm-hmm. Hades is a totally kick-ass game that uh, one of the level designers is my old childhood friend. He worked on the game, and now they're making Hades 2, and I'm excited for that. If anyone hasn't played Hades, I'd say go play Hades. Hades is awesome. It is awesome. Where can you play it? Um, I played it on Switch. Oh. But... It's it's on everything. You you can get it on everything. You can probably play it on your phone at this point. Yeah. Damn. All right. My number one, which again we're saying there's a good chance that my number one is the same as Daniel's. I guarantee it's the same franchise, but I don't know 100 which one. 
All right. It's getting spicy. All right. Here we go. I'm not going to say let's do it at the same time. I'm just going to okay. come out. I'm going to shout it out. <laughs> Here we go. The classic from 1998 Nintendo 64 Buck Bumble, baby. Whoopee. You're right. That Undefeated. was mine. Undefeated. Wow. Undefeated. Undefeated. Buck Bumble. No, that's not my real answer. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm going. Fallout 3. Oh. I'm- yeah, see, yeah, I went New Vegas, but yeah, I see that's you I went New, I Vegas. Other. New Vegas. Yeah, yeah, you go one or the other, but I'm going Fallout Three for for the. I think I mean, I love Fallout Three and I love Fallout New Vegas, and I love them both for different reasons. And honestly, if you if this list was built different, because I think the way everyone tends to build these lists is like I just have to pick my favorite from. My favorite franchise, uh, or else my my list would be like Fallout, Fallout. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Four, <laughs> Fallout fucking whatever. Uh, you know, it, it would it'd be my list, and it's like, uh, that's yeah. not cool. Um, so the reason I went three is it's the one I've played more than not only any Fallout game, any game ever. I oh, I wow. think since I since I got Fallout Three back in two thousand. Eight or nine, because um, I think it also came out two thousand seven. Somewhere in there, I think so. Because, because again, like going back to my Halo Three story, when I bought my Xbox and I got Halo Three, what I left out was there was a second game that I bought, and that was Fallout Three. Yeah, okay, so so two thousand eight, and then I, uh, I, I think I've played through Fallout Three. Two to three times a year since I had it. Yeah, like it's the game I keep playing. All those times you're like, "Oh, Skyler, you need to go play the Last play of Us." Of I put in Fallout Three instead, and <laughs> I play that. And you know what? Sometimes it's a playthrough that I'll sink like fifty to sixty hours in. Sometimes it's a speed run, and I beat the story in two hours. Like it's <laughs> I I can't yeah. stop. I won't stop. They're gonna bury this game with me. Fallout Three is the Ooh. game I've played more than any other. Um, and again, I love New Vegas. New Vegas yeah. takes a lot of what three is and fixes it. <laughs> There's a lot of shit in Fallout Three, like the companion system, yeah. where you like one of the most fun things about Fallout games is befriending companions and traveling the the world with them. Uh, and in Fallout Three, you get these kind of interesting characters that you don't get to learn a lot about. And if you don't want them to travel with you anymore, you say, "Hey, you're fired. Fuck off." Hey, go and they're on. like, Ugh, and then they leave. But in Fallout, me. New, in Fallout New Vegas, you're like, I'm done traveling with you now. Go back to our hideout, and they all hang out in the same place, and that's a yeah. lot better. I mean, you can also tell them to kick rocks, but yeah, of course. But why would you? Um, yeah, it's it's. I think me choosing Fallout Three over New Vegas would be kind of controversial in like the Fallout fandom because I I think New Vegas is considered more well written than Three. I think people tend to criticize. Bethesda writing over Obsidian writing like a lot, which I understand. Maybe, don't get me wrong. Maybe I, I think it is one of those things where people be like, I disagree, but yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's, mm. it's it's um it's just just the world of Fallout. Like like again, people will like tout Fallout New Vegas and then say, Oh, but fuck Fallout 4. I hate Fallout 4. I love Fallout I 4. I love Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah, Fallout 4 is awesome. Um, I actually might Depending on again, depending on the day of the week, I might like Fallout Four more 
than three. I actually even debated it over New Vegas for a little while, uh, specifically because I think the best singular piece of content for any Fallout game is Nuka World. I love Nuka World. Oh, like, Nuka World's awesome. So okay. much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really did. I I really did think about that one. The only bad Fallout is seventy six, and even then, like I don't know, I didn't play it. Yeah, it's one of those games where like we could have had fun, but we didn't. <laughs> we tried. Look, we gave it the old college yeah. effort, but yeah, like we um, had better things to be doing. <laughs> yeah, Fallout, uh, one of my favorite series of all time. I've got a shelf full of Fallout memorabilia. So does Daniel. Same. Um, uh, a lot Fallout of it bought 3. by Skyler for me. To be yeah. fair, yeah. <laughs> um, it's 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 another one of those series that like every game has like a huge voice cast. Like Fallout Three has Liam Neeson, baby, and um, Malcolm McDowell, and uh, a couple others. Fallout New Vegas has uh, everyone's least favorite superhero, Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. Got uh, We liked him at the time. At the time, we didn't know better. At, at the time, he was all right. Allegedly, now it's whatever. Allegedly, thank you, thank you. Uh, Danny Trejo is in New Vegas. Felicia Day is Felicia in New Day. Vegas. Um, whole bunch of people. All right, uh, Daniel, you said uh, yeah, New mine, Vegas. Mine was in New Vegas. Skyler uh, said, because um, the debate between three and New Vegas for me, I think, has always come down to: Do you like the setting more or the characters? Because I think I think the setting of of the Capital Wasteland is just it's just more interesting like there there are large portions of the mojave that are just desert which like i mean it is a desert so that makes sense and also when you consider the fact that obsidian was only given i think 18 months to make the game like the fact that they put a game together at all is remarkable uh but you can really see like where it fell apart in in terms of um like for example like i think if you dropped me absolutely anywhere in the capital wasteland and said go to i don't know the the citadel go to uh, paradise falls i think i would be able to get there without the map i don't know that that's the case for for new vegas yeah, i think i could do it if you um, actually took me to dc yeah <laughs> you should drop yeah, me actually. drop me in virginia and say all right knowing what you know off of fallout 3 find your way there We're like all right all right. I, I think i could get close you better put the bobbleheads where they actually are that's, that's all i'm saying oh cuz i'm looking for them uh, well, yeah, no. Fallout Three is one hundred percent one of those games where I, I genuinely, I feel like I know it like the back of my hand. Even though uh, I, I'm not as big of a game replayer as Skyler. Skyler plays plays games over and over again. He it's just a problem. Devours them. It's, 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 it's it's how you enjoy things. There's nothing wrong with it. No, it's like therapeutic. Uh, yeah. 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 Whereas, but even even me, because I, I do replay games occasionally, and a lot of times when I'm replaying a game, it is Fallout. Um, but the reason that I chose New Vegas over three is because I think I prefer characters. And for me, I mean, and Skyler said it is the companions for Fallout Three are just kind of lacking for me. Like there's there are good ones. Like I, I really like Fox. I like uh, uh, Butch. I like I mean, Dogweed's just a dog, but like what's not to like? Um, but in New Vegas, they added like loyalty missions for them, and like actually gives them like fully fleshed out backstories and stuff that you can engage with in a way that I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the, the entire story of like going through the, the revenge of like going back and figuring out who shot you and then having to choose a faction and do all, all that sort of thing. Uh, honestly, new Vegas is one of those games where I go back and I'll, and I'll play it and I will just not do the main story. Like I will just never, 
do the battle at the dam and I will just mess around in in, <laughs> in the desert and like find mm. things to do and hang out yeah. with characters and just have fun uh, for endless hours until I'm like, well, I'm done. I may as well go and shoot like uh, Legat Lanius or whatever it is in the head a couple of times and get out of yeah. here. And, uh, and going back to what you said about the setting, like yeah. uh, Fallout 3 is very much, it, it wears its heart on its sleeve as far as being a post-apocalyptic because Fallout like 1 and 2, those are very much styled after Mad Max, like more than anything else. And then Fallout 3 follows that for the most part. It kind of adds its own like kind of flavor to it. Uh, but then you get to New Vegas, which is going back to a setting from Fallout like 1 uh, and 2. And yeah. uh, it that it's like hard switch to cowboy. It's like we're going almost full Western Big for a guy. good chunk of Big the game, guy. which I love. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's uh, It's... It's 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 just like, do I want to be Mad Max? Do I want to be a cowboy? That's that's which disc is going in the Xbox. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Daniel, what was your uh, honorable mentions? Oh, so I have kind of a lot, so I'll try to get through them pretty fast. Um, my nostalgia pull is Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance Two. Uh, I played that game with my dad like a hundred times as a kid because we just didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of games, and I I had the PS2 until like the 360 generation was almost over. Like the the game that I bought a 364 was when I finally found out that Fallout Three existed, and I went and I bought that, and then like Dead Rising One. So those are those are uh, like I was on PS2 forever, and Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance Two specifically was the game I was playing more often than anything else. Um, so I love that game. It's just like a dungeon crawler. It's nothing. It's it's genuinely nothing special, and it's not actually that good of a game, which is why I didn't put it on the list. But I love it. Um, Psychonauts Two, maybe the most recent one on this list. I think that game is uh, yeah. phenomenal. I think it's my favorite uh, raw platformer of all time. I think it's really good. The writing of it is amazing. I love all the characters. I love the world. I love the art style. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. I prefer Kingdom Hearts 2 over Kingdom Hearts 1 because at the time I played it, uh, I was kind of an edgelord, and so the trench coats really did it for me. I don't know, dude. I just really like those games. I also, I like the worlds a little bit better, I guess. Like, I, I, I like being able to go to Port Royal and, like, the Tron world. Like, I think those are fun. Yeah, you got a, we got a Tron nerd over here. Yeah, I actually don't like the Tron movies, but I like the Tron world. (laughs) You don't like Tron? Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy is a cool movie. Tron Legacy is... If you're not... If you're not ready for what Tron is, then you're not gonna like Tron the movie. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that shit is wacky. <laughs> uh, I got Evil Within two specifically on here. I think Evil Within one is also good, but just like a very different game. Evil Within two is such a uh, remarkable psychological horror movie, uh, like movie made game. Uh, it, it really needs to be played. It's also just like a love story to other Fallout or like other Bethesda games because they all, all the collectibles are just like things from other Bethesda titles. And I think that's a lot of fun. Um, but just the, the story of it is basically just like you get trapped in this world that's uh, created by the minds of people. And it just so happens that the people with the strongest minds are all serial killers. <laughs> and so it's just like, it's really fun. Uh, I really love it. I, if you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. You do not need to play Evil Within 1 to understand it. Just go straight to 2. Gotcha. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> is on here because I love that game. I think it's phenomenal. Only thing I didn't like about it was the ending. If that ending had not forced me to play as John Marston, uh, it would have been on my list. Like That's oh. the full stop. Is, if it had not made me play as John Marston at the end and be a farmer for like 6 hours, I would have 100% put that in my top yeah. 5. It is so, that good of a game. 
So you wanted uh, to end with Arthur Morgan. That's it. Yeah, if, Ar- if Arthur had just uh, finished his story and then that was the end of the game, I would have been 100% fine with it. I also think, uh, I guess, like, mild spoilers for the game, but, like, you, if you were going to play it, you're going to play it by this point uh, and probably don't care about the spoilers, so whatever. Um, the You sort of get betrayed at one point by a lot of people, and it's like... I. I wish that Arthur had been able to get revenge on these people, but you know, he doesn't because that's our, that's uh, uh, John Marston's story in yeah. all of, of the first game. So there's a lot of like, I wish that it, this had gone down. Like I wish that red dead one did not exist. And red dead two was just the full story. And Arthur had gotten to do the things that John got to do. Gotcha. Like that's where I'm, I loved Arthur so much more than John. I think John's a loser <laughs> is basically what it comes down to. No, I agree with that too. I love Arthur. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got the Resident Evil 4 remake on here because it's just Resident Evil 4, but better. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, a uh, phenomenal game, needs a remake desperately, but the team who's working on it right now is Aspire, and they suck, so it probably won't be good, but here's hoping. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, the last great Bioware game. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. It's the only game in uh, video game history where I would put the cast of companions up next to Mass Effect 2 and be like, they could maybe compete. I don't know that they would win, but it'd be close. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've got uh, Dark Souls 3 slash Bloodborne. I could not decide what my favorite Souls game was, uh, but I love both of them. I think Bloodborne's setting is amazing, but, Blood- but Dark Souls 3's bosses are better, so it's just like it's a mess. I love the Souls games. They're some of my favorite. That's I a also good point. Uh, I, yeah. I, I will retroactively add Dark Souls 1 onto my Dark Souls uh, awesome honorable mentions. Bosses. Because that one, again, that's like one of those games where it's like I beat it and then immediately started it over. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's so good. Uh, I also put a Pokemon game on here. I didn't put Emerald, even though I really thought about it because I love Emerald. Uh, but I actually put Black because I think Black is probably oh. my personal favorite. Because um, that is my favorite. That is my favorite generation. Post like generation one. Um, <laughs> just in terms of new Pokemon and the world, and I think it does a really good job. It. Tight to me when like you're just gonna play with the new Pokemon. You're we're not giving you all the old ones. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. People complain about it and like you know whatever, but I, yeah, I thought a, it was fun. It's a soft reboot of yeah. Generation One. See, yeah. I'm I'm the opposite way where like I hate when they throw you into a new Pokemon game and they keep throwing like Gen One, Gen Two Pokemon at you. Yeah, just like let me let me use the new guys. The that's, new guys. that's why I bought this game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and like there are some generations. There's some generations of Pokemon that I don't think are able to stand up on their own without the previous generations. Like, um, you only added and most of them are not good. Um, uh, so mm-hmm. I understand certain ones of them not doing that, but I, I think that they should really front load you with the new Pokemon in all these games. And they really haven't done that since black uh, or black and white, but I put, put specifically black. Cause that's just the one I had. I don't have a pre- preference over it <laughs> between black and white. Mm-hmm. I just, that's the one I had. So that's the one I put. Uh, and then my last honorable mention is I knew I needed to have a RTS game on here because RTS is, uh, I think, one of the most underappreciated genres of all time. And it's also one of my favorites. So I put Total War Warhammer 2 um, because I think it's probably the game on this planet that I have put the most hours into. <laughs> I think I have like 700 to 900 hours in that game. Um, I have a problem. I have a condition. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's really good. I love the lore of it. Uh, all the different factions feel super unique and interesting. Uh, and they added a group that's just like pirates who are also vampires. And if that's not the coolest thing you've ever heard, then get out of my face. Gotcha. That's all yeah. I got. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
When you mentioned black, I thought you were mentioning the uh, the PS2 game, the the shooting game. Oh, black? black? No, Pokemon Black. Gotcha. <laughs> I did not play black. PS2 Black. I remember the cover of it distinctly, but I yeah, the cover looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven, what's your first before you say your number one? What's your honorable mentions? Uh, uh, hold on, I need to. I have it on my notes. Oh, I thought you just bring out the whole list. Yeah, well, list. Uh, oh, right, right. No, yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not we didn't like a scroll. Off, we didn't print off papers for this, Abrar. No, oh, okay. I'm not killing trees for my stupid opinions. Not yeah, killing trees for you, Abrar. I'm using my computer, but we're saving trees, guys. That's the message of the story. <laughs> Abrar, uh, you're, you're yeah. my good friend. I'd, I'd kill a tree for you. Don't yeah, do that. You know, just one. one. Just There's one. some trees that are asking for it, if I'm being maybe, real with you. Maybe two, if sure. I'm like, if I get into it. If Mark Wahlberg is talking to a plant, then I'm in. Well, you get a you get a taste for for tree blood or sap, I guess, and you just go hog wild. You know, I don't know if anyone else caught that. Anyone listening, but um, that's like the third time this week that Abrar has referenced the happening to me. <laughs> I think he's trying to make he always, it always always talking about the happening. This guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, that movie is stupid, but it's kind of scary. Yeah, the it's... happening and Johnny Tsunami. Oh, it's all bro. this guy talks about. <laughs> All right, Stephen. What's what's your honorable mentions? All right, like uh, it's been mentioned, but uh, I'll mention the ones that have already been mentioned that are on mine, like Battle for Bikini Bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Legend of Zelda Zelda series. Like I, Just all. even though I have some that I don't like, I still play them, and I will have some enjoyment out of them. I love the series as a whole. Um, Bloodborne. When that came came out, I was like, I'm not big into souls, but like this is this this is gonna get me into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it did. It got me into it. Um, Halo Two. That's what um, inspired me to get an Xbox. Um, it was the only Xbox console I've ever owned, and I actually I actually still have it. It's kind of just a paperweight in my room. <laughs> is it the original <laughs> Xbox or? 360? Uh, 360. Oh, okay. But it's, it's just sitting there. And never red ringed, but it's it's here. Yeah, Skylar. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have you know, I'll have you know that after I threw out my first Xbox, the I got the second one, like the, the new release, like I think it was like called Elite, Xbox Elite. Xbox yeah, it was the one where the faceplate didn't come off, right? And, and that shit is still working to this day. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, so they, they fixed their shit. I just, my first one was a hunk a junk is an adventure uh what else we got here we have okami oh love the aesthetic of the the art design if just watch a playthrough of the game you're gonna get hooked you're gonna be like i need that i want that and it's very humorous that's one of those games where i've been wanting to play it forever and just have never gotten around to it i own it on i think three different platforms and i've just never actually played it you gotta, you gotta do it. I, I know. I have a problem. That's my it's last even, of us. It's, it's actually not even that long, <laughs> to be honest. It's you can do it in a day. That, okay. See, I hear mixed things about that though, because uh, if you're good, you can do it in a day. Yeah, you I, can well, do it in a day if you don't suck, Dan. Yeah, but I do <laughs> suck. Oh damn, that's gonna take you a little longer. Christian told me that there's like a second half of the game that's like insanely long. Yeah. Right, that's, well, well. Yes and no. 
don't listen to our friend Christian because uh, he's not going to listen to this, so I feel safe in saying yeah. <laughs> he, he's only good at one game, and that's Parappa the Rapper. And to be so honest, good, he's bro. not even that good at that. <laughs> he's so good at <laughs> Hey, that's a good game, man. He just keeps like sending me. I don't know if he's been doing this to you guys, too. He just keeps sending me uh, snapshot, snapshots of his uh, armored core robot. What he's a like, look what, I've, look what I've done. I'm like, what hell yeah, dude. I'm glad that's you're happy. Good. You know what? We're gonna go ahead and throw Parappa the Rapper on uh, on the honorable mentions. Shout out to that. Specifically, Parappa Two. Parappa that's, Two. Is that's better, that's yeah. the one with my with my my favorite song. I mean, yes. why we? Well, why uh, we ignoring Oop Jam a Lammy? What else we got here? Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Two Three. Of okay, course, of course. I do not acknowledge. I do not acknowledge four or five. No, no, no. What no. about um, Underground? Yeah, what about Thug. Uh, I only played under the first underground. I never, never got. Oh. I never beat it. Okay. I want to say was, I had one of the underground games on like PSP or something. Ooh. That would make sense. Well, yeah. Thug was the one where it was like kind of pseudo open world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and same with uh, Pro Skater Four. It was you did tasks like Grand Theft Auto, but without the violence. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, had, I had Tony Hawk's Underground 2 for the PSP. You see, actually, it's funny you say that, because that's the game, like, um, all my other friends who would grow up to become actual game developers, uh, hey. they would be, like, playing, like, Grand Theft Auto and be like, oh, look how cool this is. And I was like, I'm go play Tony Hawk's Underground 2 on my PSP. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Got my UMD right here. Oh, next, shout- to, next to my PSP version of Shrek 2. Shout out to UMD. I've got a, I've got two more. One's kind of lumped together. It's Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Yeah. Oh, you can play yeah. it for ten minutes. You can play it all day. Mm-hmm. I've watched I've you play it all day multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, you watched me beat the whole thing. I watched you beat the entire Guitar Hero series Hell yeah. in like a couple weeks. Hell yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. Expert on expert. Yeah. Hell yeah. And the last one is the Super Mario franchise. Not the new Super Mario where it's it's a four-player side-scroller. Yeah, not the chaos. Not the I hate Wii U ones. I hate do you have any interest so in, much. Uh, uh, I do have an interest for Wonder? the new one. I, I think Wonder's going to like... Mario hits a line of crack and thinks he's an elephant for a while. <laughs> it's going to hit me in the good spot. But I say Super Mario as the first one. Super Mario 3. Super Mario World. Super Mario 64, Sunshine, Galaxy 1 and 2, and Odyssey. I just think they're all fantastic. Yeah, agree. Very nice. Um, Steven, I'm disappointed you didn't say Putt-Putt. You didn't say Freddy Fish. Oh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you forgot my friend Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. And Pajama Sam. Pajama Sam. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, in, in all the honorable mentions, I, I, I just thought of another one. I keep cutting people off to say my honorable mentions because no, I'm good. an asshole, but but I we I think I'll be remiss if we didn't mention the original Star Wars Battlefronts for PlayStation Two. Oh no, yeah, uh, one <laughs> and two, both killer killer games. Yeah, not the new ones. Those ones. Yeah, are... no, the, 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 we, yeah. not the new ones. <laughs> the new, yeah, the new ones were fun for about two seconds, and you're like, oh, this is all they got. They started throwing card packs yeah. at you as soon as yeah. as soon as a video game throws cards at me I, any, in really any like, level. I'm anytime, like you have to hold me back from punching my television, like dude, the space on Two those games. Memories can eat my balls. Yeah, it's too much. Ooh. Shoot, 
Hold on. There we go. Back on all Discord. Right. All right. Now, now that uh, now that now that all that's out of the way, Steven's going to say his number one, which I know what it is. I think Wait, I everyone should know, except for Everard. Everyone should know. Is it the uh, one I bought for you that one time? Close. Oh. It's close. What is it, Steven? I'm going to get into that caveat too. That is one A, by the way. Uh, <laughs> one A. Number one. <laughs> number one is Earthbound. Oh, you don't know what that is, bro. No, Earthbound playing... uh, in Japan called Mother Two. It's part of the Mother series. It's Mother Two out of three. Um, the only reason it's changed when it came to America is because it is a localization nightmare. There's so many pop references, so many music. They use so many. Uh, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> Samples from other music from very popular from the time. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just can't change because a lot of that also has to do with the story. So you can't just change things on a whim like four kids, one piece. That, <laughs> so that's why Mother 3's never been localized and probably never will. Uh, I have a kind of illegal copy <laughs> that, uh, that <laughs> Daniel like... purchased for me. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Daniel did the illegal act, just so everyone knows. Don't say no, illegal no, no. and then from, put my name on it. And his, and his address is... Oh! In the oh, Earthbound community, it is uh, a guy, his name is Tomato. He localized it for a lot of people. I don't, I don't know how many copies were distributed, but I have one of them. So, And I love it. That's why it's 1A. I think it's the better game, but Earthbound just hits you in the feels a little more... In I've my never, opinion, I've never played Mother Three or Mother One for that matter, but I played Earthbound, and yeah, I love Earthbound. It's just simplistic. It's an what am I trying to say? It's a uh, RNG nightmare. You'll either have the easiest time playing the yeah. game, or you'll have the worst time playing this game. <laughs> um, if you oh, ever okay. played Smash Bros. and seen the little boy with the red hat, and everyone's like, "What, what game's he from?" That's yeah. Why does he deserve to be here? That's him. That's he's yeah, the main character. Nuts. He's stopping a galactic threat that is threatening Earth in the first game and in the second game. Okay, it it's, it's a very sweet and heartwarming game. It it's it's its humor is very special. Um, one of the first things that you do, I'm going to spoil one joke, but one of the first things you do is you mm-hmm. meet a little uh, mosquito or whatever, a little bug from the future. His name is Buzz Buzz. He shows up to help you. He's like, follow me, I'm going to help you. And then some other character's mom shows up and swats him with a newspaper and he fucking dies. <laughs> yeah, you got to you gotta play out the scene. He's like, do you understand what I did for you? I was like, oh my god. He's yes. Really this hardcore, like, like, very sad death for a little talking bug that you met maybe two seconds ago. And because this game is a localized nightmare, um, for the longest time, you either had to copy or you couldn't play it at all. And that was me for the longest time. I owned a copy and I lost it. <laughs> and the next time I could play it is when it was brought to the Wii U uh, shop. They mm-hmm. had it there, and they also um, made a newer copy of the first Mother called Earthbound Beginnings. It's a lot easier <laughs> than the original. If you want to check that out, I kind of don't recommend it. It's kind of an RNG nightmare in the worst way. Sorry, it just is. But it also went on to inspire an amazing 
cult classic Undertale. Oh, Undertale's a good game. Yeah, yeah it is very inspired by Earthbound. So if you like Undertale, you would absolutely love Earthbound. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, uh, you guys already know my Red Dead. My number one pick was Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two, but I'll, I'll pretend I didn't know. Whoa! Yeah. What yeah, Red so, Dead? Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two. Nice. Wow. Why explain? Uh, because you know, it's pretty much like this game. When it comes to the story, I think this, so. I was getting uh, confused of what to pick for number one, either Last of Us or Red Dead Two. So I was like, uh, I think Arthur's story is more. Uh, so I would say it's more intriguing because his character, because you can make him as a bad guy, you can make him as a good guy, but at the end of the story, it's it's pretty. His story is really sad. I think that's what makes the game so great. Uh, but uh, the it's pretty much like you know Grand Theft Auto, but in Western style, and of course, in Arthur Morgan's the goat. That's all I can say about that. It's yeah. I mean, Red Dead Two is, I think, one of no, not one of. It is the most immersive game I've ever played. Yes, it's uh, okay. the level of detail that they put into all kinds of things that could not possibly matter less uh, is genuinely amazing. Uh, the The amount of work that they put into Red Dead Two is insane and potentially criminal. Like, I have no idea how they did it or what like genie can... wish or or which curse they they did to to get that game made um but that game is is phenomenal it runs surprisingly well on like even old consoles i i, I do not know how they made that game but i'm glad they did because it's it's the only rockstar game ever made i think that i like genuinely loved i think every other rockstar game i'm like this is fine or this is good yeah. But Red Dead 2 is like, I finally understand what people are talking about when they're like, Rockstar is the GOATs. Like, they made they made this one. This one's really good. <laughs> I mean, this this game you can play for years. You really could. Yeah, I almost, I almost played it for too long. Because it was one of those things where I bought it. I got it for like Christmas that year that it came out. And then I put it off forever because I knew it was like a 300, 400 hour game or just like some insane thing. Which it, it yeah. did, I didn't end up spending that much time in it. Um, but everyone kept telling me it was that long. And so I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And I finally got around to it. And I was like, I shouldn't have put this off. <laughs> like, this game's just really good. I should have done this ages ago. I mean, I, there was, uh, I think Jack Black was playing it. And he became Arthur Morgan throughout the whole game. That fits. That yeah. sounds like something he would do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, my honorable mentions. This one is a doozy, I'll say. All right, hit us. Uh, the Simpsons, Hit and Run. Great game. Oh, Yo! Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Love it. Great game. Love that game. Uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Oh, the, the movie game for the PS2? <laughs> yeah, I think that, that was... That has, that has the actual clips from the movie in it? Yeah. Yeah, I played the shit out of that as a kid, too. <laughs> that, that, that was definitely one of the good movie tie-in games. I would say the other one is like... <laughs> Maybe some of those Lord of the Rings ones, like Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, or, thir- or not Third Age. Well, Third Age was great, too, but uh, Two Towers, Return of the King, specifically for the PS2, were, were pretty I remember great. playing the Return okay. of the King one as a kid and then always being pissed that there wasn't a fellowship. It was just Two Towers and yeah. Return of the King. Well, they did a fellowship one, but it was awful. And yeah. it, it didn't, it didn't look a, the same. Yeah, there's a fellowship one that's like not about the movie. It's like based yeah. off the book. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of similar to the Harry Potter games, actually. Like those started like just as a book thing, and then they just became a movie thing. I've only ever played the first two of those Harry Potter games, and 
people keep telling me that the later ones are really good and i'm like i'll get around to it someday and i just i know i never will the hardest part to believe <laughs> for me about that is that i didn't know people were playing those later ones because i played yeah. the mm-hmm. i played the first like three as a kid too and then you're telling me because i played uh the goblet of fire one too and that one sucked i've never told me people got past that one i i, I played Sorcerer Stone on PC as like a a baby boy, little baby boy. Yeah, same thing. Uh, and then I played Chamber of Secrets. I actually may have never. I don't think I beat Chamber of Secrets. I think I, I had I it on PS2 and I just never finished it. Uh, maybe I didn't like that game. I remember distinctly throwing was it gnomes out of the garden. Yeah, and then getting <laughs> uh getting <Yeah>. my <laughs> getting arrested by prefects. Like that's th- those are my memories of of that game. Well, yeah, I we've completely deviated from Umbrella's list. I'm very sorry. No, you're good. Speaking, <laughs> yeah. of, uh, speaking of movies, you guys just mentioned it. It was Lord of the Rings, two, The Two Towers. Got him. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. I played that many, many, many hours. <laughs> um, Burnout 3, Takedown. I think that was the best racing Ooh. Clash game I played. Yes. Love Burnout. Uh, uh, Sorry, Daniel. I, d- I no. did lie to you. How dare you? Uh, but it's not what you're thinking. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, I'm offended anyway. It's uh, SmackDown. Shut your mouth. Oh, I can't believe you lied to me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it was 2K, but it was one of the old SmackDown games. What okay. about the one that they were all cars? Uh, oh, Crush Hour. Crush Hour. Crush Hour is great, too. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I played it on the GameCube one time. I, I liked it, but I didn't play it ever since. Just because you played it doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> what? Damn. <laughs> that's that's a hot take. But, uh, Sorry. Um, what else is there? Oh, uh, Spider-Man, the 2018 version. Of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that should have been on my honorable mention. I, I'm one. shocked that actually that we, we, we talked about Arkham that much and Spider-Man never came up. Well, well I do true. think that Arkham is definitively like better than the Spider-Man games, but I the Spider, Spider-Man and Miles Morales are both really great. And I'm actually yeah. looking forward to Spider-Man 2, even though yeah. uh, it's going to be like the fourth telling of the Venom story. And I'm going to have to fucking borrow somebody's PS5 to play it. You just come over here. You can play it over here. Yeah, that's probably what'll end up happening. Tell your family that you're moving now. <laughs> just come over here for a week. Uh, my last game is. You said Halo Three was like a midnight release. Everyone needs to be there, but mm. I think it was the Call of Duty Modern for Two and Two Thousand Nine. That one was big too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because when Modern Warfare was one of those games where it was like one of the reasons I wanted to get like a PS3. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was mm-hmm. actually it was like Guitar Hero three, Modern Warfare, and Assassin's Creed one. I was like, I want to get a PS three so I can play those games or whatever. And then, uh, then, but but Modern Warfare two definitely was. It just felt more special. You know what I it mean? It was that one. That one was a very special time. Another one of those games where it's just like I don't normally play online, but you know we we all did that one. That one. That one. <laughs> Particularly, that one was the best one out of all the. I want to say, I'll say it. It was the best Call of Duty game out there. I I think I probably agree with that. But yeah, to be fair, so. it's also the one that I played the most because uh, my Warfare Two specifically was the one that was bundled with my 360 when I finally got one for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that and like some dumb ATV game that I don't even remember, a motocross game or something. Right. That I mm. don't think I even kept. Um, but yeah, my Warfare Two so good 
it's like that and i don't know maybe maybe black ops one where like the ones that stick sure. with you the most yeah um everyone went nuts for zombies i never really got into the zombies for like the black ops games but yeah me neither that was a huge thing um the zombies uh i remember one particular night i was playing with zombies with my friends and uh i had two bean burritos with me and uh i didn't know where to put them so i put them in my pocket and uh two burritos and uh, when i was dying by the zombie i yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) um i was dying by the the zombie or he was like beating me up and i was like oh man and i I crashed into my couch and all of that bean burrito was in my pocket. Oh, you know what no. that is? That is a classic Abrar story you won't hear anywhere else. No, no, that's, no. That's no one else would put people, a burrito in their pocket. That's what people listen to, <laughs> to a bunch of idiots talk about video games for two straight hours for, just to get to that. To that that Abrar had some burritos in his pocket and he just <laughs> fucked them up. I can't believe it. My memory of zombies specifically is like people getting way too serious about it and like being mad at other people for not being good at it. Right. One of those things where like you really couldn't do it solo unless you were actually good. But if you were like, if you were like the best player amongst your friends, then then you would be like, okay, the rest of you suck. This is awful. I wish I had professionals. And I just distinctly remember people like getting genuinely mad at me for like not caring. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing kills the fun faster than that, to be honest. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, uh well, I do have one game, but I don't want to put it as honorable honorable mentions. I'll put it like below it. I would put what? um I would put uh it 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 helped me through the pandemic. It was a game called uh Fortnite. I can't believe you had that lead in sentence and didn't say Animal Crossing. I never <laughs> like Animal Crossing was the game of the pandemic. You know, yeah. if, if we're talking about Animal Crossing, I'm gonna say that during the pandemic, that game saved my life. Honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable mentions. Really yeah, Animal Crossing, so good. Um, and, <laughs> and so okay, the honorable mentions thing has just devolved into me cutting in every ten minutes, being like, "Oh, and this. Oh, and this." Oh no, yeah, this fine. one. No, that's fine. But if I'm gonna uh, do it, look. I'm gonna do it again. So heads up, uh, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves also Ooh, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sea of Thieves. It keeps getting I, better. They just added the Monkey Island stuff, and I haven't played it yet, and I really want to. And we should play it. Yeah, play yeah. It. I think How did I forget? Because <laughs> yeah, going back to Rareware, um, they kind of like fell off for a couple years and just made stuff like Connect stuff that nobody cared about, whatever. And then. Then I think they put out Rare Replay, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, Rare's fun. And then then they hit us with Sea of Thieves, which when it dropped, people were, like, not really feeling it, I think. a good There are people that latched onto it instantly, and then Daniel and I played it, and we were like, yeah. oh, this is really fun. But but when it launched, it was very bare bones. Like, it was yeah. just like, you sail around, you get some treasure, that's it. And then they've only added more and more and more stuff since then to the point where, like, it's a completely different game than it was when it launched. And they've mm-hmm. added all that shit for free. It's yeah. so the, cool. the, the Pirates of the Caribbean, like, storyline that they added is really, really good. Uh, it took me forever to actually finish it because it's one of those games where, I don't know, I, I, for some reason, even though I love Sea of Thieves, I'm so, like, non-committed. Yeah, you can't... Like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, yeah, 
you can't get too into it because the second you get too into it, you're gonna lose all your treasure to a four year old, and then you're gonna want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. But but yeah, it's you know not to jinx anything, but it'd be really cool since uh, the new One Piece show is getting so popular. Maybe they do a One Piece Sea of Thieves crossover. It's that uh, is the biggest pirate thing that they have not. Oh, that'd be great. Done they, a crossover with. Oh, come on, man. They got to do it. They got it. Also, but it, it's weird because One Piece, like, I must just not cross over with things a lot because it's also like the only anime, the only huge anime to not have a Fortnite skin at this point. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe Oda just like doesn't like video games. I think Oda's a little brand protective. Like, it's possible. Obviously not yeah. that much because four kids got a hold of it. But then also, maybe that's um, why. Yeah, maybe that is why. Yeah, but, like you know, <laughs> Jump Force happened and that sucked. But it sucked. But I think that was mostly a Shonen Jump project. Yeah. But yeah, maybe. Whatever. We'll see. No, that's that. That's that's fine because I think that wraps up this episode, uh, guys. That was a great list of lists of lists. Yeah, of sorry, lists. sorry, it was two hours long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many people are gonna listen to this whole thing, but if you stuck around even for a little bit, thank That's you sure. for listening to the Brown Boy Wonders podcast. Yeah, even thank if you. Guys. Sleep to it, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, guys, I really appreciate you guys hanging on to this moment of thread. But, guys, uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Steven, where can they find you in the socials? Uh, I'm not telling. Okay, <laughs> that's you fine. You can find me here or anywhere up our locals. Okay, that's yeah, fine. You, uh, uh, you don't want to follow Steven on Twitter. It's just a bunch of no, you don't. reposts of girls' butts. Not uh, on the oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> That's not. Let's not go there, guys. But, uh, <laughs> Skylar, where they can find you? Where they can? Um, they can find me at at Brown Boy Wonders on Instagram or at Brown Boy Wonders on Twitter or no. X dot com, whatever it is. Uh, and what I mean by that is, don't follow me if you need me, me. Ask a brar. Thank you for plugging me. <laughs> I appreciate that, but uh, Daniel, what they can find you? Uh, I am gonna be selfish. Daniel uh, actually has shit to plug. So I actually do fair. have shit yeah, to yeah. plug. He's the cool I, one. It's gonna be me who's the selfish one. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck, at uh, at Daniel J McGee or at my personal YouTube channel of Daniel McGee. Uh, I talk about video games and just pop culture stuff, and honestly, just like whatever I feel like. It's usually either like comic book movies or video games, more so video games. Um, you can also find me every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time on the Xbox Factor podcast over on the uh, Mr. Boomstick XL YouTube channel or every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central on the uh, Infinite Umbra channel for The Fix, where uh, on the Xbox podcast, Xbox Factor podcast, we obviously talk about Xbox uh, and on the fix, we talk about just all things pop culture, be it anime or movies or just honestly whatever is in the news that particular week. So it's a it's a lot of a lot of just kind of hanging out and talking with people. <laughs> awesome, awesome guys. Well, thank you for thank you for uh, joining and uh, and uh, anything you want to say to the crowd or to the audience. Um, get more people to watch, and then maybe a bra will pay us. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I'm starving over here. <laughs> well, eventually. All right, guys. We're signing off. Bing bang.